last time on East Cedo Beach. It seems like you've recently pissed off the Vampire King. So he wants me to leave him alone, right? Essentially. Sorry, but I can't do that. You know, I've spoke with Hadia, because obviously she was the one who called me here. And, um, she sounds really exhausted. And honestly, because, well, that's all I can ever be is honest, I'm not sure how much longer she'll be able to hold out. Alright, alright. Almost stay out of it. So, I have your word, then? Yeah, you've got my word. Excellent. Hello? Uh, hi, Glim. It's Alana. You, like, spend a bunch of time with the mayor. Have you met an intern named Ellison? Mmm. Well, like, if you want to owe me one, I'll tell you. I don't just owe people stuff, Gloom. If you want something specific, you can ask. Well, I don't know what I want yet. I'll just figure stuff out with uh, no Susan myself. Bye! Wait, hold on a second. Sorry, what? Do you want to, like, get drinks later? I'm not really sure what my evening's gonna look like right now, but if you're gonna be somewhere, maybe I'll drop by. You're a fae, right? Like, that's why Atlas is being all weird. What's that to you? It's just that there's, like, um, there's some weird shit happening in the grocery store across from 24-7 video. Something about a portal to Arcadia or whatever. Now that is an interesting place for a portal. If you could out some time in your very busy schedule to show me where this grocery store is, I would be very appreciative. My name is Michael Atlas. My organization and your organization are compatriots, kind of. Uh, okay. Look, I know Hunters, you got your job, okay? But this dragon situation is a little bit more complicated than that, so I'm gonna get you your phone. You can call your mom, but I want you to also to call whoever's in charge and tell them that we need to stop with the hunting hunting down this dragon until we can all talk about this, okay? Uh, whoever's in charge? You have to report to somebody, right? No. Why would I do that? And who hired you? Hired me? Why were you going after the Do people the hire people? Because I know that it's bad news and I don't want my city to get fucking burned to the ground. That's a personal thing. Got it. That makes this a lot worse. It's not a personal thing, it's a fucking public service. I, I just want to know what's going on with her. I mean, I don't want to hurt her or anything, I just want to talk to her. Fine, go ahead. I mean, if it would make you feel better, Alana, you could go talk to her first. I mean, she doesn't know you, right? I don't think so. So maybe you could, like, go smooth the waters and let me introduce me? <laughs> Is that weird? I mean, this whole situation's kind of weird, so... Would that make everybody happy? Sure. Okay. You go back and they're expecting you this time. They step aside for you to enter the VIP room. And there's Art sitting there exactly how you left him. And he's holding your urn. And he's like, I'm guessing it went pretty well. Surprisingly much better than I was expecting. Um, Atlas wasn't very careful with his words. (laughs) Perfect. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Do you have my number? Um, I'm sure you could give it to me. Perfect, because if you even see him out of the corner of your eye, if you hear the faintest whisper of Michael Atlas poking into your business, do let me know, because it's personal at this point. I can do that. 
And he holds out there into you. Perfect. The city awaits. Hello, everybody, Hello. and welcome to Isido Beach and Urban. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> no. Wasn't prepared. Wasn't prepared for you to say hello back to me. <laughs> this is gonna uh, be a four hours. Sorry, session. I'm on meds. I'm on a plane right now. <laughs> you feel good. Uh, an Urban Shadows actual play podcast. We're gonna go around. We're gonna do some introductions. Introduce our players. Our characters, their pronouns, their names, their playbooks, all that juice. Uh, we're going to have a poem. We're going to talk about the system is, and we're going to play a game. It's going to be all psalm. So I'm going to start with the person who said hello, Kyle. <laughs> hello. I'm Kyle. My pronouns are he, they. I play Hunter, the ghosty boy. Uh, his pronouns are he, him. And my fun fact of the week, my notes say I left off where last time I talked about a trumpet. So I have a continuation of my fun fact from last week. Um, this mm, week it is. Yeah. Um, I can't wait. Um, so he started playing trumpet in middle school to impress girls. Yes, but I he this. stopped when uh, he, on a dare, threw his trumpet out of the school bus window, and he got detention for it. Did did that result in any injuries? I don't know. Tyler? You can like play with that if you want to like make an NPC who is like got hit by my trumpet. Died by I you. remember you. I, the trumpet. <laughs> I cracked their like our, their car window. I don't know. Play these things. Yeah. You play, play I'm, giving, I'm giving you knives in the form of a Thank trumpet. Thank you. I love that knife. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving you trumpets. I can't wait to hunt you down with somebody who's now chosen the trumpet. You're going to hunt down Hunter? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Could you say you were on the hunt? I hunter becomes the hunted. I would say that I'm on the hunt for Remember that hunter. was also my, uh, my Instagram handle? <laughs> Wow, so many throwbacks are happening right now. This, oh is, why I, this is one introduction down. I remember nothing. Is this a game we've played before? Have we played these Dylan. characters before? <laughs> Hi, this who is are you? One, and right? who are you? This is session whatever you want it to be. Session in. It's session 14. Oh. Okay. Episode 14. So we are in it. Hi, I'm Dylan. I use he and him pronouns. Today I will be playing Alana Ward, the Avatar, who uses she, her pronouns. Oh, the Avatar. Yes. The Avatar. Water. Yes. Long ago, I kept balance between <laughs> the elements, uh, but then I, I disappeared. When the world needed you most, you vanished. Yeah. yeah. I was a firebender with a no smoking sign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where there's smoke, there's fire. I, honestly, if, if I were to put Alana in the Avatar universe, I think she would be a non-bender who's like really passive aggressive about it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You just I move love a huge chunk of earth. That's fine. Wow. I mean, I just have like you can move rocks. A sword. Amazing. Wow. Ever heard of a bulldozer? <laughs> Basically <laughs> <Yeah>. the same thing. 
uh kylan our special guest welcome back oh, to you thank ma'am. you i feel so welcome from cape lorelei hi yeah. everyone get out uh, okay well bye everyone <laughs> <laughs> That's hi everyone works. i'm kylan today i'm playing saoirse o'connell the fae uh we both use she her pronouns she's here she's she's just doing it you mm-hmm. know she's coming out on top we'd love to see it but yeah and Wes, <laughs> who are you? Who are you playing today? Hi, I'm Wes. Uh, any pronouns are fine with me. And I'm playing Atlas, the 6 out of 10 wizard. Uh, <laughs> everybody started, as soon as you were saying that for the audience at home, everybody just started nodding. Kyle did an okay sign. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, 6 out of 10, that's fucking fair. Like- <laughs> What what is this scale? What was this rating scale rating? Like, is it his appearances, his personality, his like? No, it's just the wizardness. Oh, okay, it's and like, the what's wizard. the data based on? Is it survey? Is it? It's effectiveness. It's a random poll. Everyone else said like nines or tens, and Hunter said two, and that's why it's skewed. Yeah, there we go. Atlas walks in and it's like, so I was checking my analytics. <laughs> uh. And I am Summer. I use she/her pronouns, and I play everybody else and the city, and that's important. If you are unfit, it is. It is important. Don't give me that look. It's important. What if I just didn't play the city? What? There would be no. There would be nothing. There would be so Welcome much chaos. Welcome to nowhere. <laughs> Welcome to nowhere's Vale. <laughs> There's nothing. Population none. Okay. Um. <laughs> let's talk about what Urban Shadows is. So Urban Shadows, if you're unfamiliar. I I don't think I have it in me to continue to drag the audience if they're just now jumping in here. I've I've reached my limit. So I mean, I think just, I'm just gonna... <laughs> tell them to go back to episode one. Should I do that? Should I yeah. say don't listen to this episode? Yeah, just say you probably shouldn't listen to it first. You'll be very confused. Just go to episode yeah. one and and you explain what Urban Shadows is there, and then also conveniently they'll be at the beginning. <laughs> okay, if you don't know what Urban Shadows is, go back to episode one and find out, motherfuckers. Um, but as an update for all of you, you know, dedicated listeners, Urban Shadows is powered by the Apocalypse. It's a political urban fantasy storytelling game. We will be telling that story together. We will work to make the city political and dark, keep the characters' lives out of control and evolving. And finally, we will play to find out what happens, even me. We have safety tools x and o cards lines and veils we also have open door policy that you the listener can engage in so if you the the listener at home ever gets uncomfortable or feels that the story gets too dark or too upsetting for you to handle or too awkward or too chaotic uh please feel free to take a break go get a little drinky take a little nap maybe take a a total like several week break and then come back to the podcast when you're feeling up to it uh we won't know and we won't blame you for it what I love about that is is you said drinky. And if someone doesn't know you, they might be like, wow, you're being like so condescending to me about wanting to step away. And that's no, that's literally just a, the verbiage you would That's just Summers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if I, you thought I was being condescending to you for wanting to get drinky. Sammy just wants you to have a drinky. Well, well bitch, baby, go back, take a nap, motherfucker. <laughs> that's not how I meant it. Just go have a drink. It's just a cute drink. Summer you know? takes safety tools very seriously, drinky. okay? <laughs> let's, okay, let's do a poem. <laughs> to completely change Together, the mood. collaboratively? What is the mood? I want you all to read with me now. <laughs> okay. Can we do a dramatic reading? <laughs> this poem is called I Have a Rendezvous with Death by Alan Seeger. I don't really ready for that one. Okay, here we go. 
I have a rendezvous with death at some disputed barricade when spring comes back with rustling shade and apple blossoms fill the air. I have a rendezvous with death when spring brings back blue days and fair. It may be he shall take my hand and lead me into his dark land and close my eyes and quench my breath. It may be I shall pass him still. I have a rendezvous with death. On some scarred slope of battered hill when spring comes round again this year and the first meadow flowers appear. God knows twere better to be deep, pillowed in silk and scented down, where love throbs out in blissful sleep, pulse nigh to pulse and breath to breath, where hushed awakenings are dear, but I have a rendezvous with death. At midnight in some flaming town, when spring trips north again this year, and I, to pledge my word, am true, I shall not fail that rendezvous. So we are going to begin our session with Sersha. You have just left uh, the Vampire King's club, Club Miracle, and uh, you texted Hadia and said, basically, I've got the goods. I'm on my way. So are you headed straight there? I believe so. I don't remember if, and that might be a question for Wes, if Atlas said, oh, hey, let me tag along, or if he was just like, I'm going to take care of this I year. don't believe so. I think that basically when you parted ways, you didn't actually like make plans for the future. It's up to you if you would like to text Atlas. I do think that you have his, mm-hmm. you, did, you do have his number. You called him to, for the meetup. So it's totally up to you if you would like to shoot him a text to let him know that you're headed that way. Yeah, I think that Sersha would shoot Atlas a text and be like, I'm going to Hadius to take care of some business. Are you interested in tagging along? Yeah, so Atlas, as you're sitting in the waiting room, Alana has left and you're just sitting with Ellison. Hunter, you know, is here, but you can't see him. You get a text from Sersha that says that she's headed to Hadia's. Alice has been in waiting rooms for a very long time. He works at the hospital, he understands. Mm. He likes to make sure the people he brings in see how they do, what the surgeon says. See if he needs to slip in and get some attributes. So he's just sort of suddenly into his routine. So I think right now he's got like YouTube open on his phone and just like, mm. then the text pops up and mm. then his eyes just go fucking right and he like spins it around, starts typing and he sends, don't do shit till I get there. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, angry face, leaving now. Sersha just looks at it, and all you see is the notification that says red at whatever <laughs> time of day as she gets in her car and takes off to go to Hadia's. Yeah. Um, and I think, Atlas, uh, do you, are you, like, leaving immediately? So yeah, who's in the room? It's Ellison, and you know Hunter's in here, but you can't see him. He's not, uh, he's not visible. So, he's gonna put his phone away. He gets up and he says, I got some business I need to take care of. And I look at Ellison and I say, just don't hurt her, okay? I, I'm not gonna do anything to anybody. I won't either. Thanks for asking. <laughs> if she becomes aggressive, just leave. She'll be fine. Okay. You promise me? You're calling it a debt, y'all. Like you oh. know, a form of debt. I was gonna, I was gonna like basically like leverage, like better make sure nothing happens to her. Mm. But I guess if, if if you're if I guess would this be creating a debt from Atlas to Hunter? Like if you're Hunter saying I'll owe promise? you a debt if you don't hurt her. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah. I mean, sure, I'll 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 take it. I I wasn't gonna hurt her regardless, but 
Yeah, you owe me. Totally. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. I'm then going to start walking to Witchmore. Yeah, awesome. Okay. So um, Saoirse definitely beats you there, um, being in a car. And Artie being pretty like in the area, I think you have about an equal distance to to travel. And Sersha, we see you pull up outside. It's like a townhome, right? It's basically a condo. I think that's how it was previously described, right? Yes. Wes? Yes. It's yeah. a. It's like which more used to be all condos that mm. they've since converted into like homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have the address. You show up there. You can see that the storm door is closed, like the glass storm door, but. The inner door seems to be open, uh, slightly ajar. Yeah, she's going to try it and see if it's locked. No, it's totally unlocked. Storm door is open. Main door is open. Okay, yeah. She is just going to waltz in and be like, "Uh, Hadia, dear, I'm I'm here. You hear a kind of muffled, like, down here from uh, Hadia. Have you been here before? Maybe, like... I guess it would depend on how Sersha and Hadia normally conduct business. Mm. Uh, I I don't know if they meet Mm. in like a a more public place or... I think that you coming here would be not out of the ordinary. Okay. But I just wanted to see if you had kind of a lay of the land. You hear her voice coming from down a hall. And if you kind of turn around the corner, you would see that there is a hatch that's open with uh, a stair, not a staircase, but a ladder that goes down into the basement. So you would, I think you would be familiar enough with the layout to, I don't know if you've actually been down Mm -hmm. there into the basement, but you have at least been familiar enough with the layout to know where that door is that goes down. Okay. Yeah. She'll be like, "Uh, I'm coming and we'll go and, you know, head downstairs into the basement. Yeah. You climb down and you see a pretty intense kind of scene you see Hadia down on her hands and knees and she's carving out this circle that we've seen her carving you can see that there's blood on her hands at this point um from gripping these like sharp shards to to kind of redraw over these like lines of her ritual and you can see happening at the blink of an eye there's a a creature a very like blood red like rabid looking animal that's quickly shape-shifting so it would be a like a vulture one moment, a frog the next, like shape-shifting from a dog to a horse and like kind of like expanding and contracting like out of control. And you can see that each time it like kind of shapeshifts, it's throwing itself against the, the outer circle. And you can see cracks starting to form in the, the circle itself. And you can see where the lines are fading. And it, it does seem dangerously close to getting out. Hadia, meanwhile, uh, aside from just the the blood on her hands, is uh, like drenched in sweat. You can tell that her eyes are pretty bloodshot. Uh, her hair is like tied up, but it's starting to like come out and stick to her neck. And she looks worse for wear. She looks exhausted. And you would know in in your dealings that when mortals are straining to use this much magic, it it kind of drains an additional part of you, like life force, basically out of you. So she looks more gaunt than you remember seeing her. It's a physical and emotional change uh, that she's had to like pour herself into keeping this demon contained. What do you do? Well, my goodness, you've really given this thing a run for its money, huh? She'll say as she's uh, fishing the urn out of, like, I guess a bag that she's carrying mm. it in. She she looks at you and her like shoulders kind of slump with relief for just a moment before she goes back to furiously like trying to keep the circle closed and she says 
Oh, you have no idea how glad I am to see you. This, uh, I think another hour and this thing would have been let loose on the town. Uh, what is this thing exactly? How much do you know about it? It was, um, it was a careless mistake. I didn't mean to bring it forth. It was, it was completely unintentional. I was, I, I've been uh, doing some research for a friend lately and accidentally brought this forth and I thought it wouldn't be quite so difficult to keep under control, but it seems to be the longer it stays in the circle, the more power it, it seems to be draining from the circle itself. And I just need, I, I need to get it under control so I can figure out a way to send it back. Uh, just looking at her now, does she look like she can wait like any longer? You would probably say it would be a close call for her to wait. She looks like on, on the brink of like fully passing out exhaustion. It's not impossible that she could hang on for another minute, especially if you wanted to assist her. Mm -hmm. But as far as how she's doing on her own, it's unlikely that she'll make it much longer okay. by herself. You have the option to wait until Atlas gets there, as Atlas so politely asked you, or you can just do what you want. Sersha <laughs> uh, will say, uh, you may also be happy to know that uh, your apprentice is also on his way. She... She doesn't look relieved by that. Like, I mean, it, it's not <laughs> it's not that she's like distressed at the idea that he would come here, but she's more she's more just like, uh, I I think he actually is is pretty deep in his own problems right now. I wouldn't uh, anticipate him showing up anytime soon. Very well. Well, uh I suppose there's no time like the present, and uh I think she'll uh like take this urn out and kind of like turn it mm -hmm. around and be like, all right, um, do you have any ideas to how this works? She looks at you and she kind of sees the urn in your hands and she says, uh, I, I believe that's a, a ritual urn. I, um, I can, I can take it. All right. Very well. And she'll pass it over to her. Yeah. And you see, you see Hadia uh, take the urn and she's continuously like kind of uh, maintaining the circle. And she looks at you and she says, uh, would you actually mind to, do you know how, are you familiar with these runes? Are, are you familiar with containment magic? She'll take a peek at the runes. Um, I guess, like, does she have enough knowledge just from the kind of business that she does to at least be like elementary level? could do this in a pinch you think that you could you could at least extend your magic for a moment just to kind of keep it together <laughs> you you would you would think that you have the ability to extend your own magic to reinforce the circle even if you're not it's it's kind of like you're not using the same type of magic that she's using uh she's like more channeling a second hand like arcadian magic but you know that in a pinch you can hold it for a minute probably well i'm no seasoned pro, but um, I'll see what I can do. And mm. uh, she'll kind of get down on her hands and knees and kind of like to herself be like, okay, Sarah, you can do this. No, no mess ups. Yeah. And you can go ahead and roll to let it out. And oh, roll with boy. First roll. You got this. You got okay. this. First roll, baby. Oh, it's a 10. It's a 10. Hey. Yay! Okay, so um, on a hit, choose one and mark corruption. On a 10 plus, you can ignore the corruption or choose another from the list. So you can choose two of these from the list 
um, and t- and still take their corruption or mark one and ignore the corruption? Hmm. I think. Oh no, uh, I haven't taken any more corruption. Okay, you know, I I think a little more corruption will be will be fine. Okay. I would like to take definite hold of something vulnerable or exposed, and I want to extend my senses supernatural or otherwise. Okay. What exactly are you looking for when you're extending your senses? So what does it look like when you actually like tap into the magic and you kind of take a hold of the circle over from Hadia to give her a moment with this urn to to try and trap the the monster? I think whereas Hadia's magic is like more practiced and ritualistic and routine, mm. Sersha's magic is more like innate and has like kind of the chaos of Arcadia. Mm-hmm. Like I, I picture her energy kind of looks like, like in Hal's moving castle whenever he has a hold of the fallen star and it's just kind of like this bright white sizzling popping with those other kind of colors. Yeah. I, I think the, the runes kind of take like that quality as it kind of like sparks to life. Yeah. And then what are you what are you looking for? What are you extending your senses to to get a, a, a kind of better read on? I kind of want to get a better sense of like what this demon is, I guess. Yeah. I think just because of the way that you're doing this, if you would want to ask two questions off the figure someone out list. Okay. Um considering the the demon isn't really like a figure someone out kind of npc okay if that makes sense but i feel like because you did roll 10 plus that asking a couple questions wouldn't be okay or would be appropriate um who's pulling their strings there is a demon that you have heard of before that i think i think their name is thicket and thicket basically is a quote-unquote mother demon who does not exist in the mortal realm. Thicket has not ever come to Earth. What Thicket does is she's basically a creator of lesser demons. Um, so you have your demons, like you'd be rec- like familiar with Shashanka, right, is a demon. And then you have the people who serve them that are the tainted. And then you have lesser demons, which are creatures like Keep that we've seen that aren't able to take on that full person, like bodied form. And they take the form of creatures like this, this shape-shifting monster. And Thicket is a demon that exists exclusively pretty much in hell that creates these and births them forth. And so Thicket is, is the most straightforward answer. But uh, chaos might be another answer. Chaos and corruption. Okay. It's pulling their strings. Let's see. I don't know if this has to be like a who question or like a what question, if that makes sense. Mm. But what's your character hoping to get from getting out, if I can ask that? Or I don't know if it has to be like, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's a great question. What is your character hope from getting out of the circle? Mm -hmm. Essentially, it's to serve that same purpose to to bring forth chaos into the world. But you would see that this uh, creature that you're trying to contain is trying to shapeshift into a human. Mm. which is not normal for lesser demons. They generally stick to animals and creatures, and that's clearly what it's cycling through. But you can see as, I think in those brief moments where you take over and you can see it slamming itself against the the wall of the containment circle, you see human-esque features flashing over its face, like human eyes on like a bird's body, or you'll see fingers uh, that appear more human than like chimpanzee, right? 
um, as it's kind of flashing between all of these shapes really quickly. And you can see that it's trying to get a grip on the way that you look. And it is looking at you and Hadia very intently as though trying to like learn. And you know that that would be ultimate chaos to have a shape-shifting lesser demon who does not have a sense of morality literally in the slightest wreaking havoc on the city. So that's pretty much what it wants. Yeah, I think she'll look at this creature as it's in this kind of amorphous blob form and just be like, hmm, I think not. And you see Hadia kind of, as soon as she realizes that you've got a hold on the circle, she stands up and kind of straightens her back for the first time in, you would guess, probably two or three days. And she's got the urn in her hand and you see her step into the circle. And with that, we're going to cut over to Alana. Alana, you are shown back to Victoria's room. Uh, You see her laying on the bed. Um, She looks in really, really rough shape. She's got a lot of bandages. She's got an IV hooked up to her. You can hear the kind of like steady beating of her pulse on the, the monitor behind her head. Um, she's got one of those like flimsy blue blankets torn, like tossed over her. And you can see that she's holding a bag, like a Ziploc bag that has her name scrolled across it. And she's got her phone in her hands and she's texting somebody. And uh, she looks at you and you can tell it takes her eyes like a second to focus. And th- I think the nurse probably did alert you that she had just come out of surgery. Mm-hmm. Might be a little bit loopy. And she sees you and she looks kind of confused. Like she wasn't expecting you or, you know. Yeah. And I don't think we've met before, right? Yeah. If you want to roll, put a face to my name just to see, because you know who she is, obviously, based on what people have told you. But to see if you have your own understanding of who she is, I think would be fair enough. If you want to roll with uh, mortality. I I could do that. Do I already have Hmm. that checked? I think I do. I think you do. You only need night, I'm pretty sure. Oh, fucking Christ. We're going to make that happen for you today, (laughs) okay? I promise. Um, I think I'm going to do my cheaty thing like I always do and do my homework instead. Cheat, 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 (laughs) cheat. When I put a face to a name with someone politically important, my call, which I feel feel like there might be some shit here. So I'm going to say yes then I will roll with mind instead of affection. And then other shit happens depending on that roll. So let's see it. Let's roll with mind. A seven. A seven. Okay. Let's see. On a hit, you know a dangerous secret about them or their political machinations. Ooh. And that's it. Okay. So maybe maybe I like see something on her phone or... Mm, do you get to decide... Uh, what you want, rather political machinations or dangerous secret? Dangerous secret about them. I would say or their so. Political machinations. It it doesn't say. I I w- I'm going to leave it to you then to tell me what you want, because otherwise I think it would probably say the GM will tell you which. Right. Uh gosh. I feel like I'm coming to talk to her about her political machinations. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that one. I think this wouldn't be something. Uh, maybe you had the rumor before you actually had her name um, Mm -hmm. that came from hunter i think that obviously uh hunter let you know that she was after ellison but you would know that victoria has been snooping around uh, a lot recently about the whereabouts of the dragons known to be in east cedo beach Mm. that victoria is where you where she got this information i don't think you know Right. Um, but but Victoria uh, was made aware of the supernatural 
and quickly took it upon herself to hunt the dragons down with the explicit like intention of keeping them separate from one another. And I think that you've probably heard that ruminating as like a like a a hunter in Isido Beach is trying to keep the dragons separate. Mm-hmm. But you now have Victoria's name and have seen how she obviously tried to come after Ellison. Mm-hmm. But but really uh what that's about I'm not sure how much of how much of her motivations you know, but uh you know that she's operating on old mythology, basically. Yeah. She came under some rare and old information about dragons and is doing her best to keep them apart. Yeah, I think as as Alana walks into the room, we see a, a bit of a change in her demeanor. Mm-hmm. Where she's usually this like disaffected. I don't give a fuck. I've I've never made an expression in my life and I don't feel like starting now. <laughs> she takes on a, a slight smile. She's trying to affect sort of a gloom-esque mm, attitude. That's really good. Oh my god, I love that. That's so good. Big sister vibes. <laughs> hey, so you're Victoria, right? She kind of like blinks and like looks at you. She's still clearly pretty out of it. And she puts down her phone. She's like, Yeah great i've been looking for you um and i'm gonna find like a chair in the Mm. room to sit on yeah there's one Um, that i think atlas has recently left that's still sitting pretty close to the bedside yeah i i I sit down you've been um causing some trouble lately well i guess it probably depends on who you ask but i don't think so well if i asked no Souza, she might have some opinions she gives you a look that she is surprised to hear that name out of your mouth. <laughs> and she goes, do you know her? Do you know what you're fucking with? Yeah, of course I do. Who? I'm sorry, who are you again? That's none of your business. What are you doing here? I'm here to find out how much of a problem you actually are. Well, uh, considering you're not anybody, probably not any problem for you. You need to step away from this dragon stuff. No. I wasn't asking, Victoria. Fantastic for you. Love that for you. So fun. You can persuade an NPC through seduction promises or threats if you want. I actually want to... Or do you have a... Oh, the snoop de doop Uh, I want to keep an eye out for trouble. Mm. Um, Because I know I'm walking into dangerous territory here. Like, there's a a lot of lying that I'm doing. Yeah. And so I want to... I want to sort of take stock of the situation and and try and see where my opportunities are yeah Um, for sure go ahead and roll i'm gonna roll with mind awesome another seven okay what do you get on a seven on a seven to nine i hold one Mm. and i can spend my hold to ask questions one for one what's my best way in or out who or what here is not what they seem what happened here recently what here's the greatest danger to me Whose turf is this? Um, I'm actually just going to spend my hold now. Okay. And ask what's what's my best way in? Uh, what's my what what can I like take advantage of to actually pry some information out of Victoria? Ooh, I think it's going to definitely depend on what kind of information you're looking for. So if you want to tell me like what specifically you're trying looking to get out of her, so I can give you the best way forward. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think most importantly, I want to know who told her about Ellison. Like, I want to know where she got this information. Yeah. 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 Your best way to find that information, though, that's kind of what I'm. Mm-hmm. God. 
it's kind of it's it's definitely shitty. But if you can feel if you can make Victoria feel especially you would need to take advantage of the fact that she's not on her game right now, mm-hmm. being like freshly out of surgery. If you can make her feel as though whoever gave her this information is not actually on her side, but she's being manipulated, right? Gotcha. If you can manipulate her to make her feel as though she's been previously manipulated and that she's not actually acting in the best interest of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, because as she's expressed to at least Atlas, uh, even though you don't have that like in-game information, but uh, meta-knowledge, whatever, mm-hmm. She feels that she's doing this for the betterment of everyone. Right. She feels very vindicated in like the needs of the many outweighed the needs of the few. So if you can make her feel that as though she's been misled or tricked, which might require misleading or tricking her, right. you can you can probably get that information out of her. Uh Dylan, I just saw a move that mm-hmm. might be pertinent for you. Yes. Um there is a move called drop someone's name that uh is a debt mm-hmm. move. Um when you drop the name of someone who owes you a debt, roll with their faction. On a hit, their name carries weight and gives you an opening word opportunity. On a 10 plus, you keep the debt and mark their faction. On a 7 and a 9, you cash in the debt. On a miss, raise the debt and brace yourself. In case you have debts, on some, if someone owes you a debt that is in the knight faction, that might be helpful for you, like myself. If I owe you a debt, which I don't know if I do or not. You, you... You owe me three debts. So <laughs> if you can somehow drop my he, name he wow. in ass. reference to Victoria, might be helpful. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what faction is the mayor in? The mayor is technically part of power. Okay. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. I say technically because not really, but he is right now. I wonder so. what other faction he's part of. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I just uh I lean back in the in the chair a little bit to get situated and say look Vicky you may think that you're trying to do the right thing but you're being played unless your goal is to destabilize the entire eastern seaboard in which case well we've got some problems but if your goal is to actually help people then you wouldn't be getting in the fucking way I feel like you're trying to mislead distract or trick someone right now yep I think that's true so go ahead (laughs) Uh, and roll with mind Mind, yes. No whammies. Ten. <laughs> oh hell yeah. Okay, so um, I feel really bad for Victoria right now. Me too. Okay, on a ten plus, pick three. Uh, from your list, you either create an opportunity, expose a weakness or flaw, confuse them for some time, or aver- avoid further entanglement. I pick three. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't care about her weaknesses or flaws right now. So okay. I'm gonna create an opportunity. Okay. I think by confusing her, um, mm. and uh, I think also I just I just I don't want to get involved. I yeah, want her to like won't... let go of this conversation. When I it's done. I think the way that we can like flavor that is she literally won't remember talking to you when she like fully Ooh. clears up. Okay. Yeah. So I think because that will avoid her from like pulling you back into the shit right mm-hmm. in the future. And she she looks at you and she's like, "Oh shit." Yeah. Look, I'm not in the business of removing people that don't know what they're doing. Mm. I just want to know who's pulling your strings here. Well, like, nobody, like, asked me to do this, you know? Nobody nobody said, like, Victoria, go be a dragon hunter or anything like that. No, of course not. You were just very conveniently given some pretty specific information. Yeah, but that doesn't mean, like... Wow, how convenient. They just wanted me to know, you know? Right, but 
Why did they want you to know? Am I really doing the wrong thing? I just didn't want the city to burn down. Like, I wasn't trying to hurt anyone or anything like that. I just, like, my family lives here, you know? If you were trying to do the right thing, do you think there'd be a conversation happening right now? I don't know, because it seems like nobody's been on my side since I started. That should tell you something. I don't know where the rest of my stuff is or whatever, but there's a book in there. I don't know. This, um, this check, I think her name is Karma. I don't know if that's her real name or anything like that, but she like gave me a bunch of books a while back. I was looking for some new friends and um I don't know, I guess that's kind of where this started. She's she's not a bad person. She's nice. <laughs> right. It's probably I like don't want you to like blame her. It's, I don't even she probably didn't even know she was giving me. You're afraid to think that. I'm not going to like I was never going to hurt anybody. It's a little fucking late for that. I didn't hurt anybody. Who did I hurt? Well, thanks for your information. I'll see if I can clean up this mess before it gets too bad. Yeah, whatever. I'll stand up. Don't let me see you meddling with this shit again. She doesn't say anything. She just picks up her phone again, goes back to, like, texting somebody. Yeah. I will walk out of the room and immediately start hyperventilating. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think Alana, like, pats her pockets looking for her phone uh, and then just swears and goes back to the waiting room to see if anyone actually stuck around. Yeah, uh, Ellison and Hunter are still sitting in the waiting room. I would imagine that it's been a pretty tense silence since Atlas left. But we see we see at least Ellison, or you would at least see Ellison. Hunter is not materialized uh, visibly as you come back into the waiting room. Um, we should go. Should I, should I go talk to her? I don't think that's a good idea. Why not? She's, like, not in a pretty, like, a really good space right now. And, um, you know what? No, you're fine. You're fine. She, she'll be fine. She won't try to kill you. So, like. So I can go talk to her. If you really feel like that's what you need, but. I mean, if you, do you, did you tell her that I'm okay? I kind of left that part out. Um. Well, what was. I mean, weren't you supposed to go kind of, like, make sure that she would be okay if I came in there, right? She's pretty sure that you're going to, like, end the world or whatever. Oh. So I kind of walked her back from that just a little bit, but... Is she okay? She'll be fine. But she won't come after Allison anymore? Oh, no. I'm I'm pretty fucking sure that she's not going to do that anymore. Well, that's good. Unfortunately, she was working alone. But she did get information from someone, so... Who? Yeah, who? Someone named Karma. Hunter knows that name, correct? I know I do. Yeah, you do. Okay. I know I, like, I know Kyle does. I didn't know if Hunter did or not. <laughs> Hunter found out that yeah. people were potentially after a lone ghost by eavesdropping on a meeting with Karma. Yeah. So... Motherfucker. As soon as... Yeah. That was session zero yeah, shit, As baby. soon as Lana says uh, Karma, Hunter's like... Fuck. Allison's like, who's that? <laughs> she, Victoria. Fuck, now I feel bad. Fuck. Um, what? Vic, Victoria was being used. Like, completely being used. Karma is this, like, cult leader, I guess? Here, I thought she was harmless for the most part. Like, I, Oh, well, that's not good. Cults never are, pretty much. Um, if If that's who gave Victoria the information, then... Victoria was completely being used and sent down this path 
for whatever karma thought was the shit. Well, well, uh, okay. Well, um, if she was being used, then maybe we should go talk to this karma person, right? Um, Ellison, I don't want to like dictate your your life to you, but um, if there is someone who, and this is the second time this has happened, if there's someone who like has a a vested interest in harming you, going directly to them usually isn't a great idea. Well, yeah, but they don't they don't know me. They as far as they know, I'm just some I'm I'm just some mythological whatever that they probably don't know anything about and I mean, I don't really either, but it, you know, maybe I could go talk to them and everything would be a little bit less tense. <laughs> I think I think Alana's right here. We we knew what Victoria was going at. We knew Victoria's motives, and we we knew it'd be safe to go see her here. We don't know anything about karma. I thought karma was completely harmless and like not a not a, a non-issue, but apparently she's manipulative and knows a bit more than I thought. So I think we should probably go tread carefully there, right, Anna? Yeah. Look, if you really need to go talk to her, then. I won't stop you, but I think it will be dangerous. And if I can be honest, I think it'll be stupid. That said, if you want someone else to talk to her, <laughs> fuck my week's getting really busy. But we can we can talk about this a little more in depth later. Um, yeah, I need I need to go talk to Victoria. Um, if I'm not whatever Hunter. But do you need to go talk to her, or do you just like kind of want to? Is this like super important or I I almost killed her. Like I on accident. It, let's be real, it wasn't really an accident. Like I I I I did it. I chose to do it. It might have been in defense of Ellison, but I could have figured something else out, I guess, but We're we're kind of running out of time to go see your mom, at least Yeah, I can at City. Yeah, Hall. I can be quick. I we can I wanna do that. I shit, I want to talk to Sersha too. Fuck. Um let me just go this, let me just go and the lady in the lobby? Y- yes, that's a different story. I but before I want to see my mom. <sighs> Let me just go say goodbye to apologize to Victoria, okay? It'll be quick. Uh, I'll yeah, I'll I'll wait for you here. You're nobody can see you right now. Just by Yeah, the way. I know that's on purpose. <laughs> no, I know I just meant like if you're going to apologize to her, maybe you want to me. Look. No, it, it's your yeah, call. I was going but it's fine. Don't worry. I, I I've been doing this for a little while now. I I can I've got the ghost shit handled. I guess. Okay, I'll I'll just uh, sit back down, and he'll go and sit back down in the chair. Thanks. Sorry for making you wait. Um, Alana, are you sticking around? Or are you gonna go? Um, well, just sort of looks around the room, sees that Atlas isn't here. Um, I know Sersha didn't come up with with us, but I'm gonna assume based on the fact that Atlas left that the the two are related. I guess my afternoon is free. And I'll sit down. Thanks. I'm gonna go and ghost into her room. <laughs> ghost into the Hello. room. Yeah, and I think as Ooh. as we see uh as we see you kind of head back that way, we cut back over to Hadia's place and we see her stepping through this border, um, and there's like a flash of light that kind of surrounds her as she makes her way through. Like she's kind of like walking through a wall of water, and we see this this uh urn clasped in her hands and she carefully like 
pops open um, the top to it. And she's holding one in each uh, hand, the bottom and the, and the top. And she looks at this demon that kind of, I think, is in this like weird half lizard form, kind of perched on the opposite wall. Its head snaps over uh, to look at Hadia Sersha as you're kind of seeing this unfold. And you see that um, her lips are moving really quickly. It seems that she's uh, chanting low under her breath uh, very quickly. And I think you would even catch some Arcadian language uh, mixed in with her chanting, uh, which is pretty abnormal. Um, wizards obviously are pulling on the natural flow of the la- uh, the ley lines that exist in Earth. But uh, to actually her- hear her speaking any fey language is pretty bizarre. And as she begins to continue to to chant, you hear her voice growing louder and louder in your own mind, um, even though uh, you can still it's still like a whisper tone. And then you hear her say, to claim, to claim you, me, I, I sacrifice, sacrifice my name. name. Oh, um, no, 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 no. See... <laughs> no, no, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you see a, a brilliant white light shoot out of the urn um, as she kind of holds it facing this demon and you hear a like wild screaming in the background it's it's like drowned out it's not piercing mostly you hear this like quiet hum of uh like light and energy coming off the urn um and you see uh hadia drop to her knees um as the magic is clearly pouring out of her and she had very little left and then uh everything grows deathly quiet and i think it's at this point atlas that you have arrived in the house and you can see even from the street that there is light kind of flickering from the first floor and there's uh, definitely like a hum of of electricity or or energy and sersha as as the light kind of recedes you see hadia uh laying on the floor with uh the lid still unclosed on the urn and she's unconscious. Um, and for that brief moment, you do not see the demon. You think that it could potentially be inside the urn, but Hadia used the last of her energy, just even getting it from point A to point B. And she was not able to close and like finish the ritual. And your magic is still uh, managing to maintain the circle, keeping uh, the, the demon inside for now but you don't know if it's going to, without that proper seal, burst back forth at any moment. Uh, what do you do? Do I still sense a demonic presence within this magic circle? You definitely do. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Is there any way I can like reach the urn without compromising my own? Or am I kind of stuck in the same position Hadio was where I'm kind You're of- You're stuck. It's It's- it's let go of the the containment circle and grab the urn or okay. contain you know keep up the the circle yeah i, I think she's going to be like shit 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 where the hell is atlas and is just going to try and maintain the circle yeah your your role last time was good enough that you can maintain it as long as you're putting energy into it it's not a particular it's not there's no longer a demon that's sucking that energy out of the circle for this brief moment but atlas you come up to the door and i think it would still be open from when sersha came in uh what do you do you hear the silence you saw the flashes of light and then heard it go quiet again uh so i'm alice is a pretty good idea of what's going on like, like mm. oh yeah no. So as he's walking through the house, he just he's going to throw off the hoodie and he's going to start uh, wrapping up his arms with uh, his focus. Mm-hmm. And uh, once he's got that done, he's going to go ahead and 
and down to the basement. You see Sersha kneeling and maintaining the circle, and you see Hadia laying within the circle unconscious. You can see the urn in her hand, and, and uh, I think at this point you both see a black, thick smoke starting to pour back out of the urn. Atlas, close the damn lid! <laughs> How long has she been out? Just recently. I don't think the ritual is complete. You gotta close the lid or I cannot drop the circle. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead, Summer, and I'm gonna go ahead and channel. I'm going to okay. draw some energy. Yeah, absolutely. Spirit. Ten. Awesome. Hey! Uh, so go ahead and take your hold. I, I hold um, three and no downsides. Yeah. Uh, and what do you do? When I Also, when I'm channeling, I gain one armor. One armor? Yes. Awesome. That's great. Good for you. Shit. I, I did make a custom move for you. Just like, no big deal. Yeah. Yeah, that's plan That's plan E, okay? You gotta <laughs> go through plans E through D first. Yeah, sure. No biggie. Go for it. I love all your plans. So I'm gonna look at Sersha. And I'm gonna say, if something goes wrong, I'm gonna have to take it with me. <sighs> Very well, then. Hopefully nothing goes wrong. Good luck. And Alice tries as hard as he can to put on a smile before he steps into the circle. Mm -hmm. You feel that uh, brief uh, tingling like wave of hot energy as you kind of pass through the circle. And uh, the air is much stiller, much more cool inside. And you see this black, thick smoke kind of starting to pour out of the urn. And it's you know that uh, you can tell by looking at just the situation that Hadia managed to get most of the demon inside contained. Um, and there's definitely a pressure like the, the urn isn't totally ineffective because you need to have time to be able to put the lid on effectively. But uh, you you do see that it's starting to come out again. So you can't just run up and put the thing on, though, right? Like. Did, will this smoke kill me, or is it the like... The smoke won't kill you, no. You can put the lid on, but it is it would be considered you finishing the ritual, right? The okay. ritual that Hadia started. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and step up to the urn. Mm-hmm. I will... So what's its... Like, I guess it doesn't like but I just, it's got a handle all over my left by the handle. It does. It has like a little... It's kind of like vase-shaped, where it has like a little um, narrow point that you can grab onto, and then a lid that just like... Uh, kind of like a corked lid that kind of snaps in. All right. So I'm going to use my energy as much of it as I can to draw the rest of smoke into the bottle and seal mm. it. Okay. Um, do you have any moves, any of your moves that would help you do this? I got fuck all. So I'm just going to be doing this with, the, with the spirit, I think. Yeah, so this is a custom move that I wrote called Ritual of Self. When you perform a ritual, dark, dangerous, or frightening, describe the ritual in its entirety, pronounce your intentions, which is to get the demon back in and trap it there, and roll plus spirit. I'm going to give you a plus one because Hadia started the ritual for you. So whatever your roll is, plus one. Cool. Okay. A seven, so that eight. would be an eight. Um, I. Oh, let me let me do a little look-see really quick. No, even, with, even if Sersha helped you, it would not be a ten, so... No use in Sersha entangling herself in this moment. Yeah, wait, no, it's this one. I didn't want to do this one. <laughs> oh, I don't want to get my hands dirty. You well, have what fun did with you? That. You don't have anything else to do. <laughs> oh, I thought this was a new one, not the one you showed me earlier. No, this is the old one. Yeah, I didn't this want to do the this one. one. Yeah, that's the one that fucking sucks. I didn't want to do that one. 
<laughs> well, what do you prefer to do? What's your other option? I guess it's just black now. If you would rather use that as a um if you would rather use that move as a let it out, you can and take definite hold of something. You won't complete the ritual. You'll have to wait for Hadia to wake up, but you can contain the demon for now. Okay. Um do the bad thing. Do the bad thing. Do the bad thing. It's up to thing. you. You can complete it or you can leave that for Hadia for another hour. I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna hold it. Okay. I'm gonna use I'll 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 let it out and just contain it. Okay. So I have to mark corruption, right? Yes. So go ahead and mark corruption and you are not able to get the lid on, basically. Okay. The the smoke pouring out is too much for you. But do you you do manage to use kind of a, a lesser because you've just channeled your magic, right? You do manage to kind of like make a temporary seal to keep the smoke from pouring out and keep the demon from coming out, but you are not okay. able to fully complete the ritual. So what I'm gonna do is as I'm holding it, I'm going to say, Sarsha, I need you to wake up Hadia. She's already sacrificed enough, Atlas. This is part of our job. She carries her burdens and I carry mine. We accepted that for power. Well, it doesn't seem like you're carrying your burdens. You're shouldering them off on her. Drop the circle, get her up. If I drop the circle, right now, with the ritual uncompleted, there is nothing holding this thing back. Yeah, it's not my best thing, but it's one of the only ones I got. Fine. It's your town. It's your city. Your consequences. We live with the choices we make, huh? She'll drop it. Yeah, you do. Uh, you can see that there is uh, a similar kind of containment-looking magic that Atlas has managed to put on the the urn for now. The lid is still unconnected. Uh, Hadia is still laying unconscious on the ground. Um, I am going to go to to Hadia and, and kind of like kneel at her mm. side and kind of, I guess, like flip her over. She still looks alive and, and breathing, right? She's a she's definitely alive. You can tell that uh her skin seems really tight. Like uh she used every last bit of magic that she had essentially. It wasn't it's not like an it's not innate. It's not an endless fountain like it is for you, right? And even you have been burnt out on magic <laughs> yeah. before. Um even somebody who who has it innately. Um she seems like she could really use probably like an IV, like some fluids, some sleep. She's been awake for nearly three days doing this. Yeah, I'm going to try to... Would this be a situation where if I use the healing ability, if that would help? Or is this more of a just like a pure exhaustion? No, you definitely would be able to help. You have wild fury, nature's caress, your touch heals to harm. You cannot use this power on yourself. Yes, you are totally able okay. to do that. Um, I would like to do that and... This will mm. be fun. Uh, I want to, if I remember right, it's owe a debt or something to my, the leader of my court, something like that. To, to do what? To uh, basically, like, use my magic to, like, kind of, like, heal Hottie and, like, rejuvenate her and, like, put some of that magic and life force back into her. Yeah. Whenever you use a fairy power, choose one. Mark corruption. You owe your monarch a debt. Is yeah, that why not? Doing? That sounds fun, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead and mark that down that you now owe Callum <laughs> a debt because <laughs> he's the current king <laughs> and you heal Hadia and you see her. There is some like life that kind of returns to her. Uh, not that she was dead before, but the, 
the fullness of her cheeks, the color uh, starting to return to her. She doesn't, she's breathing a little bit easier, a little less ragged. Uh, she seems very deeply asleep. This is not, two harm was not going to wake her, like healing two harm was not going to wake her up, right? She still needs actual rest, uh, but you do a lot of healing that she would have taken days otherwise, potentially. That's all I can do for her at this point. She still needs time to recover. Okay, then we'll wait. You're being rather blasé about this, aren't you? As opposed to? Hadia sacrificed her name in effort to to keep this thing contained. Hell, she sacrificed a lot more than that. She's been down here for days? Without sleep? Without any sort of nourishment? She was on death's door. And yet you ask more of her. She summoned it, her burden to bear, and I still have something I need to do. If I start giving away pieces of myself now, I'll be able to do what I need to do. Very well. <laughs> I see now the type of person that you are, Michael Atlas. Yeah, I think we actually cut away there to Hunter, ghosty boy, and into Victoria's room. Hi. Hi. Do you materialize? Um, is she awake? Is she sleeping? She's actually on her phone right now. Oh. Um, if you want to do a little eavesdropping. No, I think Hunter will, when he passes through the door and he sees that she's awake, mm -hmm. he didn't expect that. He thought she'd be back asleep. He is going to like knock on the door from the inside, just to, like call her attention so we don't like, scare the shit out of her. Yeah. And then as soon as he starts knocking, like materialize. Yeah. When you see her, she's very clearly crying. Um. And she's on the phone and uh, she like uh, she sees you and looks surprised to see you. And she kind of like wipes her eyes and she says, uh, can you just come as soon as you can? And uh, you hear like a muffled response and then she just hangs up the phone and she she looks at you. Hi. Yeah. I know you, you probably don't want to see me right now. Um, Not really. I'm sorry. I can make this quick. Uh, I wanted to apologize. Alana, my, my friend Alana was just in here. And she told me what you guys talked about. And I, I'm sorry that this all happened to you, that I did this to you. I didn't mean for you to end up here this hurt, but that doesn't really excuse what I did. I was just really kind of looking out for him, making sure he didn't get hurt along the way. But I realized you were doing what you thought was best. And I realized that you weren't... You were doing it without knowing you were being used, and that's fucked. And that kind of absolves you of all the shit that you did, I think, in some way. I don't know. So I wanted to say that, one, I'm sorry, and I don't really care if you forgive me or not, because you don't have to, because that's how this shit works. And two, that I forgive you for all the shit that you did to Ellison. I, I don't know how he feels, and I can't speak for him. And that. Uh, if you ever need anything, let me know, because I fucking owe you for putting you here, and uh, I'm going to take care of Karma, and you really shouldn't talk to her, because she is more dangerous than any of us realized, I think. So stay away from Karma. If you need me, call me. I don't know how you'll do that. I'll know. I'll know. I'll I'll be there. Whatever. I don't know. Um... But that's all I needed to say, I think. Um, so I'll go unless you 
have anything you want to say to me. I've been trying to be a better person. Sorry, I'm still talking. Uh, I've been trying to be a better person since I died because when I was alive, I was kind of really shitty and I'm still working on that. And being shitty is hard and hard to fix. And I feel shitty for what I did to you because that was shitty. So, yeah. I, I don't really want you to like owe me anything, you know, but if you could find out if this is true. The stuff that I read. I have a book in my stuff. It's um it's in my car. I think I parked it pretty pretty close to where I saw you. And if you could just find out if it's true or not, you know? Because I I obviously I don't know if karma was trying to manipulate me or whatever, but the stuff that I read, Hunter, that guy is a mass murderer. Even if he doesn't remember it, even even if he seems like a really nice person, if he is a dragon and this book is correct, he is going to kill people. So if you can just find out if that book is at all true, that would make me feel a lot better. Can I roll to figure someone out? Yeah, you can. That's it's a nine. nine. Partial success. Yeah, so go ahead and uh, you can get two questions. And I get to ask you one too. What? Is she hoping to get from karma? As far as Victoria's concerned, she doesn't have any interest. What she wanted from karma was friends. Like she was looking to be part of a group. But what she found was this book instead. Okay. Um, so her dealings with karma, as far as you can tell, are pretty much over. It doesn't seem. And, and you've been to karma's initiate meetings in the past couple of weeks. You haven't ever seen Victoria there. Mm hmm. So you would expect that her her dealings with karma are pretty much over. Okay. I'm trying to figure out how to use these questions because these questions weren't what I was hoping. I didn't look at these questions before I asked to roll the fucking move. What are you trying to get to? Oh, maybe I can help you. I want to see if she's fucking lying to me because, like, I thought I was I was being completely sincere here, and I yeah. was and like the response that I'm getting back, I feel like there's like there's ulterior motives behind it. Yeah, I mean, you could just say, how can I get your character to quote unquote tell the truth or admit she's lying or any of those things? And I would have to answer, basically, you see what I'm saying? How can I get your character to be 100? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. She is. Okay. That's, she's that's... being completely honest with you. Great. Love that. Cool. That's why I needed she to She has had doubt instilled in her by alana that she's being used but yeah. she read this book on her own yeah like karma gave this to her in a stack of other books yeah but and it's, so it's, it seems like one of those like mastermind plots where it was like karma was like here's a yes. stack of books you should do stuff but like this one slipped in there for a purpose this is a yeah. string i'm placing for you to pick up and to pull at it's, in order it's... to serve me lucius malfoy putting in the diary into jenny's yes. fucking cauldron yes. I was yeah. trying to think of the Harry Potter reference. I knew there was a Harry Potter reference. I just couldn't yeah. remember the exact the specifics. Okay, that's what I was, I was getting at. We're on it. We're on the same page. Cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. That I'm cool with is, her then. If, if Victoria, Victoria has no idea if that's the case. Yeah. Victoria feels that she came upon this independently. She genuinely, when she said to Alana, I don't think karma is like meant to do any harm. She genuinely meant that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chill. She's telling, she's being one hundo with you right now. One hundred. Love it. Yeah. Hundo P. I'm so white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Cool. Where the fuck does this conversation leave off? You have a question for me you can ask. Yeah. How can I get your character to see this through the end? To actually follow up and see if this dragon shit is real? You don't have to do anything. He's going to. Like, this conversation awesome. is enough. Like, he it's feels enough. so bad after Amazing. finding out that, he, that she's been misled and tricked up to the fine. Yeah, and this if, point. It, if it wasn't clear in the context, you offered her a debt, right? Yes, you I said, did. I'll owe you one. And she immediately cashed in. That's basically how that she's like, I don't want you to owe me one. I just want you to do this thing. So that consider that cash or that okay. debt erased if you're cool. going to do that. Yes, I'm, I, I'm accepting the debt. I'm going to cash it in. Awesome. I'll look into that for you. I, I'm not making any promises based on what information is. I'm just going to do what i need to do and and figure out if this is true or not because i at least owe you that okay are are you okay physically mentally right now uh physically no i'm not okay right now they said that i'm probably gonna be in the hospital for at least three weeks shit that's a real and big push you, were just on, you, you have someone coming to at least like be with you right yeah my mom's coming okay um uh listen um I'm can I try something because like like I I've, I've been a ghost for like 3 years and like new shit pops up all the time and I'm just like trying shit and can I just touch you and like on the leg right here like, like and just try something real quick <laughs> She gives you like I'm not, I'm not trying to be weird. Quick. I'm sorry. I promise, I promise I'm not trying to be weird here. I Yeah, there are like way other better ways to ask them if you can touch them on their leg. It's just it's, I don't know how to ask this shit. Are you can you do something? I'm gonna try. Maybe. Okay, what are you trying? <laughs> uh, I want to try to let it out and see if I can like do heal her. Heal her, possibly. I don't know. He doesn't know how this shit works. I don't know how yeah, this shit works. Yeah, go ahead either. and go ahead and let it out. Yeah, you can you basically let it out. Letting out to heal someone uh, is not the best idea. Sometimes. <laughs> Last time Kylan let it out to heal someone, she ended up doing more damage. You so are correct. I know keep that um, in your heart. I also have let it out advanced because of my <gasps> conduit move. Oh yay! Okay, so you have an extra. 12 plus move i don't know exactly how this works but sure i will tell you if you happen to roll a 12 or more <laughs> i'm a 13 i'm a fucking 13 wow, wow, wow. <laughs> oh my god okay so the advanced move for let it out is on a 12 plus your powers or abilities manifest in an unexpectedly useful way mark corruption to make that manifestation permanent i would say you fully heal her yeah like like fucking jeep us here she can walk again yeah <laughs> that bitch up and dancing um no you what does that look like what does it look like when you literally take because um you operate on an, a totally different plane than uh Sertia does as far as like magic goes you have uh you're basically pulling your magic from like afterlife shit yeah the realm beyond this one yeah and this becomes permanent like how so like just like i can fully hear her and like make it permanent or permanent or and like, she's totally fine okay. yeah forever it's not going to be like a temporary fix where you kind of heal her and then as soon as you leave the room it, it bounces back i think this is and i think that you know what let's go buck wild in a permanent corruption make that manifestation permanent i think if you want to just jot this down on your character sheet whenever you use let it out with the with the intent of healing someone i'm going to give you a permanent plus one moving forward to rolling let it out to heal people wham wham blam um i, I think that's i think that's fair for a fucking 13 yeah <laughs> uh i'll write that down in a second um yeah but i think how it manifests and how it looks mm -hmm. is uh mm -hmm. he like touches her leg and like concentrates because he's been getting these new abilities left and right apparently and to i'm marking corruption here so i feel like like he kind of flickers 
Yeah. Like the image of him flickers and like it it's essentially like part of his spirit is being like shed off to heal her. Like a part of him is now with her. Yeah. That also correlates to my intimacy move. What's your intimacy move? So my intimacy move is, this is why I was, I came in here just to trigger the intimacy move. This is all extra shit outside of the intimacy move. Uh, Intimacy move, intimacy move is when you share a moment of intimacy, physical or emotional, this is a little both, uh, with another person, I hold one. Whenever they get into trouble, I can spend my hold to be there. It's a fucking teleport. So hold one on Victoria and trigger your intimacy move. And that makes me, I can mark off mortality? Yeah, she's mort- She's mortality. Cool. And I think as we see Hunter touching Victoria's leg and we see um, the bruises, uh, especially like the bandage to her head and the bruises that are visible on her chest slowly begin to, to fade away as uh, Hunter kind of flickers. And we see Victoria take like a full breath for the first time since, since she's been in, uh, in the hospital. Uh, that's where we're going to end our session. Damn. Fucking beautiful. <laughs> what a, this was a great session, y'all. It came back we- just the right time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and do some introductions. Who we are, where people can find us online. Kyle, go ahead. Who are you? Where can people find you online? Wow, y'all. This was a heavy session. I'm really happy with it. Uh, my name's Kyle. Uh, you can find me on the Twitterverse at super underscore queero because I like puns and superheroes and I'm gay as fuck. <laughs> um, you can also find me on the Prison Palace podcast where we're playing a system. Things happened. We'll talk about it. We're playing something, but we're all ages friendly and we're queer as shit. And we love the found family and the warm stuff. So, like, this was, like, my, my happy place today. This is what you get on that show. So, go check that out. If you love us, you should love me. Please love me. <laughs> I'm an Aries. Please fly. Dylan, who are you? Where can people find you online? Uh, hi, I am Dylan, a.k.a. Anarisis. That is A-N-A-R-I-S-I-S on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Patreon, and itch.io. I do a bunch of different nerdy tabletop and gaming shit. Most of which involves summer because I don't Whoops. know. Can't get rid of me. No, at, at, at <laughs> some like point like glitter. two and a half years ago, uh, a, a, a strange creature attached itself to my... To, to me and all Dude. of my streams and that creature is named summer <laughs> i don't apologize for anything uh kylan who are you where can people find you online who, me hi i'm kylan otherwise known kylan as kylan with the good hair oh thank you otherwise known as kyle with an n on twitter and twitch uh you can check my twitter to see uh what either tabletop streams I'm a part of and when I do my video game streams. You can also check out my friend Liz made this website for me and my friends who stream called jabroni.tv. You can check our streaming schedules (laughs) as well as our tabletop game schedules and other projects we're a part of in one one nice, neat little package. So uh, please, please check it out. She put a lot of good work into it. And Wes, who are you? Where can people find you online? Uh, hi, my name's Wes. I'm nobody. Uh, uh, you can find me on Twitter. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Go back. Go back. Fix that. Do again. You are somebody. Take two. Continue. Hi. I'm, hello, hello, I'm Wes. Uh, I am a 
fledgling TTRPG designer. And there we go. No longer will I have to say that uh, you can find me on Twitter, but maybe in other places uh, because I'm setting something up. So uh, probably next time we uh, you hear from us, I'll actually have uh, something to shout out. Yay! And I am Summer. You can find me on Twitter at Just a Summer Job. You can find our official Twitter at off underscore the table. That is where we tweet about this show. So if you're interested in checking our content out, our other content, we have plenty of it. Specifically, I'd like to shout out our uh, sister city podcast, Cape Lorelei, which comes out bi-weekly Mondays from this one. We have kidnapped sweet Kylan, but if you're missing Micah, you need to go over to Cape Lorelei and find out the absolute havoc that Micah oh, has no. unleashed upon Cape Lorelei. I'm not going to say that it's a life or death situation over there, but I'm not not going to say that it's life or death over there. So uh, check it out. But yeah, if you want to leave us a review of what you're thinking of the show and comment with an NPC that you would like to see either help or hinder the characters in the coming episodes, we would love to see it. So thank you again so much for listening and we will catch you next time. Rob, I really kind of want you to leave Aspel Blossoms in. You can, you can plug that in as an after credits thing, just for a treat, you know? Just asshole blossoms. No context, just those no two Give words. Give them one asshole blossom asshole as blossoms. a treat. Shoddy got them asshole blossom That's jeans. What... <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I can focus. Okay, I'm ready. I can focus now.